Therapy is a safe space. Space for us both to grow. Mm. There's nothing that empowers me more with our community than just being who I am. Yeah. doing hi viewers hope you guys had a great day great night depending on when you're watching this um today we're gonna be talking about being on the couch um i know that sounds a little like "Hmm, what they mean where we're sitting on couches right but you know being on the couch as professionals as clinicians providing services to our clients and also as we expose to you guys in other episodes that we also attend therapy and what is it like being on the couch with our therapist so let's start with just like an insightful question so we talk about like awareness and healing and being insightful so like what's one insightful healing thought or just a a point of awareness that you had about yourself today Ooh, that's a good question let me think Hmm. That it's okay to take the simple route. Mm. Say more. I overthink, right? All the time. Um, But like, I'll make things difficult, like more difficult than it needs to be. And like, I'll like stop myself and be like, no, it's okay to just go with the first response. Like, I don't have to overthink that response. Is it right? Is it wrong? It's like the perfectionism, right? So it's okay to go with like the first response, just the first route. Life can be easy. I don't have to struggle. Mm-hmm. I don't have to, I don't have to just keep doing the bullshit. Hmm. <clears throat> For me, it was that I don't like asking questions and I don't like asking questions because I perceive that some people or some dynamics are not going to respect my opinion like in my personal life so I don't ask and it can be perceived as I don't care right because I think a part of caring Mm -hmm. in relationships is you asking questions so I just don't ask and I think um that was something I realized about myself today cool and for me it's kind of similar to Shara's is like I don't like following through um Mm -hmm. if you say this weekend this and this is going to happen I don't like that feeling of like, hey, so what did you come up with a plan for this weekend? Oh, my gosh. It just makes me feel like I'm begging. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure I'm not begging. Like people forget people have their own lives. People get caught up. And it's not, you know, sometimes it can feel like you're a last thought if you go real deep into your inner child stuff. But, you know, we working on her. Um, But ultimately, I realize I don't like to follow up like because I'm good for it. If I say it, you're going to know what we doing at least that morning Mm -hmm. you know so i don't like following up but i'm pushing myself to do it because i realized that i ain't about to be uncomfortable i need to know (laughs) what we doing (laughs) how we doing it so Mm -hmm. if i'm nagging you then i'm nagging if we need to have a conversation we have a conversation but i don't like to follow through follow up that's good all right so let's talk about like our experience as clinicians and providers um how do you prepare for your clients? Like, how do you make sure that you're okay, that you're available, that you have space to even be in your role? It depends on the day of the week. Okay. Right? There's some days where, bruh, I'm waking up like probably 10, 15 minutes before that session. I'm taking that quick shower, getting myself together to like 
be virtual or whatever it is. And then there's some days where it's like slow and I'm like getting up in the morning. I'm opening my blinds. I'm checking on my plants. Um putting the music on and making my breakfast and vibing. And then I'm sitting, you know, like it's like a whole process that, that long, like luxurious day is typically Mondays. Like I like to start my week with ease, but then sometimes in the middle, you know, we're human. Sometimes it just turns into those moments. So I think it's just starting that day with ease though. It does bring a sense of like calmness and levelness when you're going into sessions. Yeah, I agree. I think when I don't, when I don't, when I'm not intentional with my time before I see Mm -hmm. clients, even if it's one client that day, Mm -hmm. then I'm more flustered um, or maybe not as patient. And I feel like I'm a great clinician, so the client may not feel it. But Mm -hmm. as a therapist, like, you know, when you're like half ass in it. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, So ideally, I like to um, have at least two hours before to myself before I see clients. Mm -hmm. I love music. So I'll do sing alongs. Mm -hmm. I'll make up like a little quirky dance or post something on Instagram. That's like my my thing that Mm -hmm. I like to do to get ready because I do see heavy cases like Mm. particularly (laughs) with my specialty with maternal mental health if I'm dealing with like a mom who just lost a baby or something Mm -hmm. like that is heavy stuff right Mm -hmm. so I just want to make sure like I'm light so that I have the capacity to handle some of that heavy stuff and you just kind of never know what's coming on the couch too so Mm -hmm. you might have somebody who's coming in because they just want to work on themselves they're like Mm -hmm. Trina they coming in and they just want to be the best version of themselves (laughs) they're maintenance clients they're not you know they don't have nothing really going on it's like a little adjustment disorder it's not nothing too crazy right Mm -hmm. but then they have some chaotic thing that happened that the past weekend and they're coming in and Mm -hmm. they're like sobbing or there's some trauma that they endured so even if it's like a low maintenance client you really never know Mm kind of what's going to happen in that session sometimes so I try to but like Kim I have moments where it's like six minutes before and I'm like well Mm -hmm. thank God for virtual right you know (laughs) and I be telling myself like it sucks to suck this is what you did girl so you just gotta like fight through it and it just is what it is yeah, for sure. I mean, I don't think I do anything different. And I think it's um, it's heartwarming to know that I'm not alone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's heartwarming to know that because, yes, yeah, some days, you know, y'all say 15, I'm saying five. Mm-hmm. <laughs> some days it's five minutes mm-hmm. and I got enough Wait, time. Wait, we got to do it. Where is that? Where is that? Where is that? <laughs> we got, you know, I got to make sure to <laughs> just brush my teeth, get the cold out my eyes uh-huh. and drink a little water so my throat, That's you real. know, is moist. Yep. Um, you know, there's days where I wake up with enough time to mm-hmm. go to the gym, to eat and to then be available for my clients. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, I know I'm my best self when I do self-care. Right. It's Agreed. Needed. It's needed. Yeah. What about, like, let y'all feel like being a little vulnerable? Okay. Sure, let's try it. All right. What about, like, hard days? Like a hard day, like... I don't know, you've got into it with a family member, you're experiencing a breakup, you're feeling anxious, you're feeling depressed, I don't know, the tire went flat. Like, what about, like, a hard day? How do you all provide services on a hard day? It is very difficult. I had a couple hard days, a lot of hard days this year. A couple, I'm tripping. Um, And I remember one day I just couldn't do it. Like, I had to cancel sessions. Like, I was just like, I can't deal I have to reschedule people um but there's days where I'm like okay what are we doing today are we doing EMDR because your eyes gonna be closed I bet 
I can like wipe my tears while I'm talking to you or anything else. I think it's just more so it's it could be healing and getting out of yourself and getting out of your thoughts and like helping someone else. But some days it is really hard and stressful because it's like I just want to be there for me. But I can't even be there for me because I probably got like it's probably like a long day where I got like fucking 10 clients today, you know, and it was an accident how I set up my schedule, but now I'm stuck, you know, like, so it's just being patient with myself. But there's some days where I'm like, okay, I'm taking a nap in between each session because I just mostly can't do it. There's some days where I'm just like, okay, I'm doing it all from bed and it just is what it is. And y'all going to see me in bed. And I just, at the end of the day, it's the humanness that they see. Yeah. So I just take it day by day. Yeah, I'm, I think about a story. Um, you know, I'm very grateful to God that I'm in a position right now where I'm I'm uh, self-employed. <clears throat> so I have a little bit more leeway on if I really am struggling to, like, cancel my sessions. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, about two years ago, when, with one of my last full-time jobs, I remember I, I, I was driving two and a half hours to come to work because I was, like, transient at the time. Drove to work. It was cool cool day whatever the case is I didn't eat breakfast that day but I remember I had Starbucks and um I had my first client at nine I was feeling fine started seeing that client and then all of a sudden the room started spinning I'm like what the heck is going on you like I've never had this happen before so I closed my eyes and like it's virtual so the client's like on telehealth and um, I mute the camera and I close my eyes I'm like oh you tripping Close, you know, I muted the camera and the microphone. I said to myself, you're tripping. It's fine. And I opened my eyes and the room was still spinning. I said, oh, you ain't tripping, girl. And I was like, I can't freak out because I have a client in front of me. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I calmly said, I said, you know, so-and-so, could you just give me one second? I just have someone at my door that I have to address and I'll be right back. Mm-hmm. Muted her again. And I'm like, Tashara, what the heck is going on? And I stood up and I couldn't walk. Long story short, I was having some type of like hypertensive crisis. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when you think about like, how do you see a client on a tough day? Honestly, my initial thought was like, this can't happen right now. I'm with a client. Mm -hmm. Like That's this always cannot yeah. happen yeah. right I, I, now. I can't afford this. Like yeah. mm-hmm. just wait till lunchtime. <laughs> mm-hmm. Give me three more hours. Like this mm-hmm. can't happen right now, you know? And thankfully I had great support system in my colleagues and I was able to get help and my clients were rescheduling and stuff like that. And that was when I was working full time. Now as a private practitioner, if I'm really in a low place, I'll cancel. Mm-hmm. I'll cancel unless like it's an emergency with a client mm-hmm. because that, at the end of the day, I'm still a service provider. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do try to put myself first. But if I'm having one of those where it's rough, but I feel like I can thug it through, honestly, I'll just do more active listening. Mm-hmm. I won't necessarily engage as much audibly, mm-hmm. but I will be there. I'll be present. Right. Right. I'll, I'll, my, my physical body will be there. I'll be locked in. I'm listening. And I might just do more like head mm-hmm. nods or, you know, I understand versus like, a lot of emotional energy putting out if mm-hmm. I just don't have the capacity, honestly. Right. No, for sure. Um, I agree. Sometimes I can and sometimes I can't. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, I think it's really checking in with myself and figuring out, 
can I be a service to this person? Mm -hmm. And if the answer is yes, I push through it. You know, I practice my own coping skills. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I'll include meditation in the beginning because the client can benefit from it. And it's helping both of us. You know, we don't have to reinvent the wheel. And sometimes I say to my client, hey, Sandra, hey, Rebecca, like, we both need this today. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, and it just brings this this beautiful presence in the room because it makes everyone human, right? Mm -hmm. And now that power dynamic isn't there but it's like okay like this person struggles too Mm -hmm. um and then sometimes I can't you know and as you all mentioned I'll reschedule or um, cancel or whatever the case may be and just make sure that those particular clients have the resources that they need in Mm -hmm. case they you know really needed to talk with me yeah I'm reminded of a a conversation I just had with a client this week and um this client is a nurse and we were talking about um like side hustles and things like that Mm -hmm. and she was saying you know she's she's a new grad wants to make more money but just the dynamics of you know being a new grad and not being able to do like travel nursing all these things like to really Mm -hmm. get the higher pay and she was like you know I told my partner that I would rather like drive uber do DoorDash or anything like that to get more money, even though I have two bachelor's degrees, then pick up another shift as a nurse. She's like, it is draining work. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to add, that's not something that I think is cute for Mm -hmm. me is to add another shift, you know? And when I, so we started talking about it and I, I would agree, you know, if at any point I needed to have another form of income, I would not get another social work job Mm -hmm. um, because the work we do is already draining. And I Mm -hmm. think that, it's important to check in and to know like outside of what we um, do professionally, we are human beings. So right. we still have our own stuff that goes on daily. That doesn't stop just because we're, we have this cape that we wear, right. mm-hmm. you know, a couple hours a week. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't think that's something that we're taught in school or that companies um, reinforce in regards to boundaries and self-care and really protecting the practitioner because burnout it's, is real. It's real. Mm-hmm. Very real. For sure. Yeah. There's some days I don't even want to talk to clients. Like, mm-hmm. just period. Like, nothing's really wrong. I just don't want to talk. <laughs> like, I don't want to help or anything. And, like, some people will be like, oh, are you taking new clients? No. I don't care if I got room for six more. I'll be like, nope. I ain't doing it because it's just a lot on us sometimes. And I think sometimes we got to recognize, like, you don't always have to save other people. Sometimes it's about saving time for yourself. For sure. So, A thousand percent. Yeah. So what is like being a practitioner? Like, what is some of the benefits? How do you feel when you're in that position? Mm, It's rewarding. Like, I like seeing clients win. I like seeing them, like, understand certain behaviors and do something different and even recognize it. Because sometimes they'll do something different and they don't recognize it at all, right? So I like when they're like, girl, they tried it today, but look at how I handled my anger. (laughs) You know, I'm a winning, you know, all of those things. So I like seeing them win. I like seeing the growth and the progress. I like them coming in and being honest about their flaws and, um, I made a joke like this week because I was like, um, I walk into, I logged onto a session and the client logged on and she was like, 
came a bitch, she felt me mad at me. And I was like, bitch, what you did? Like, what happened? <laughs> and she and we both were just laughing. And she was like, it's okay. I messed up, but this is how I'm dealing with it. This is how I understood. This is how I came back and I apologize. Like, she told me what she did wrong, what she did right, how she recovered from it, how she's not shaming herself. And we were just laughing all through the session. And I'm like, that's growth. It's knowing that it's not about not making mistakes. It's yeah. about I made the mistake. I recognize it. I'm able to be big enough and not have that ego to say yes or no or whatever and come out on the other end and then laugh about it with my therapist. That's powerful. You know, as I, as you were talking and I'm sitting here and I'm reflecting like, what is one of the most like empowering things about my role? I think it's seeing people's strengths, honestly, mm -hmm, yeah. and like pointing it out. So like team social work, shout out to social workers. Um, a big part of our perspective is strengths based, right? It's mm -hmm. this idea that no matter who we are, we all have strengths. Mm -hmm. And if we try to lock into that and utilize that as uh, a way to motivate the client or move the client forward, that that's something that is powerful. Mm -hmm. And, you know, from my teens to my older adults, it's like, man, you guys are amazing mm -hmm. you know even with the depression or the dysfunction that you're in or liking chaos like we talked about mm -hmm. in the last session or whatever yeah. the case is like you all have some amazing strengths some that I can relate to personally mm -hmm. and some that I would wish that I have right and like being able to help them see it and own it is like super powerful yeah. uh mm -hmm. to me particularly my older clients mm -hmm. um because it's like little old me yeah. you know like you could be my grandma you know yeah, my mom's yeah. age and the fact that like you know you see me in such a light it's, it's humbling to be mm -hmm. honest um that age dynamic is just something that's special to me particularly as I reflect but yeah strengths man that's yeah. like super powerful yeah for sure yeah I say for me it's refreshing um it's refreshing just as you said talking about the strengths I always talk about like I'm not reinventing anything whatever you give me I'm helping you utilize it mm -hmm. to be your best self so it's amazing to experience that in my super super hopeless clients like I love them this I love to see them see the light on at the end of the tunnel mm -hmm. oh That's like powerful. imagine like you know two three months of like I can't do this um there's no other way I'm a failure um I had a difficult time getting out of bed to mm -hmm. like so guess what I did oh mm -hmm. it's just amazing to experience that and for myself I offer sessions at the park because sometimes that's the only way a person may get out of bed. Mm -hmm. So even just kind of seeing their mood change from being on camera mm -hmm. to being at the park, it's just like, yes, like get that vitamin D, like mm -hmm. increase all those hormones. So mm -hmm. I, it's just refreshing for sure. Yes, yeah. powerful. You know, I, I, I'm thinking about a client, a case where I was working with this client for a while. She was going through a separation and it really was impacting her as breakups do for many, mm -hmm. of, many of us. Mm -hmm. And um, at one particular point, uh, we could laugh about it now and I'm sure she she's okay with me like reflecting on this story she came into the office and she said you know I I really was hopeless last week and I sat in my car and I considered if I wanted to live so I'm just you know present and listening um, and she said you know the reason why I didn't act on that thought I said well what's your reason and she's like I thought who would tell Tashara? <laughs> I said, really? <laughs> and we just bust out laughing. I was like, yeah. well, you know, I'll take it, you know. And she was like, honestly, like I thought about that. And she's like, you know, we we work so hard together and mm. I value, you know, this dynamic. And I promised you that I would, you know, try and all these things. And she's like, no, nah, I couldn't let you go out like that. I said, <laughs> 
appreciate you that you thought of me in such a difficult time, you know, but like, Mm -hmm. you know, seeing um, clients in that severe state of hopelessness, which Mm -hmm. a lot of us, when the cloud is so strong, Mm -hmm. it's very challenging to see past it. Mm -hmm. And then them getting to a place where they can see and reflect, like, imagine if we made a uh, significant decision at that emotional state. Mm -hmm. And then that is emotional for them too. Mm -hmm. Like, man, you're right. Like, you know, if I just pushed through to the next day and the next day, I'm in a different position. Mm -hmm. I can't even imagine what my headspace was at that time. So Mm -hmm. there's so much um, power in being in this seat. It's overwhelming sometimes. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of power. Like Mm -hmm. I, I tilt my hat to you all because I think literally you all are lifesavers. Yeah. Like, the surgeons are, yes, and, you know, our first responders are, absolutely, but therapists save lives daily. Mm-hmm. Daily, for sure, for sure. And I think, you know, I want to kind of end on this note. We talked about what it's like being in the seat, and it's refreshing, it's rewarding, it's powerful, and that's taxing, right, mm-hmm. on the body. As beautiful as it is, it's also absolutely. a very taxing experience, so... Mm-hmm. When y'all leave the office, y'all lock the door. When you close down your computer from Zoom, how do you check out? Like, what's your routine? How do you shake, you know, all those emotions Mm -hmm. and all those energies that you've taken in for the day? What do you do to get rid of that? So there's, if I'm at home, typically it's like, I call it like the island wind down, right? Mm-hmm. My West Indian ass. <laughs> <laughs> so like I literally, cause I have like my office. So I'll like close, like close the laptop, close the blinds, shut the lights off, close the door, right? Walk into the kitchen, wipe down, clean. Like all of that helps my brain like really go down and like the overthinking just really quiet out. Like being able to like, wipe the water off the sink and make sure it's like you know cleaned off that like my space is organized fix the pillows if I did it from the couch today make tea you know literally just making just tea in my routine <laughs> yeah like I do like a little and nice. it, it seems, that's it that sounds, island huh? it sounds like a lot but it's actually just really simple but yeah. it's cathartic of just like Okay, you know, now I got to take a shower and I lay in bed and I drink my tea and I just like watch, you know, okay, TV auntie. for the day. Right. Candles and all sis. Yeah. Lavender. But like I'll do that if I'm at home and obviously like walk the dog and stuff like that. And there's some nights or some days where it's so heavy and like that isn't helping that I'll just walk my dog for as long as possible. And then I would like when she does her little sniffing thing, I will literally stare at the sky. And I'll look at stars and, oh, can I see this? Can I see that? Is that, oh, is it Orion or Orion, whatever? Is that, is that that? Or is it Mars? Is it Venus? Like, what's the moon saying? Like, I'll connect back with, like, civilization cool. yeah. to ground myself. But if I'm leaving the office, baby. <laughs> Trina, Trina know our office. If I'm leaving the office, sis, mm. I'm getting in that car. First, I'm locking the door because I'm not getting kidnapped. All right. And then as soon as I'm it's in the, the car, for me. right. <laughs> as soon as I get in that car, I'm putting this music on and I'm blasting all the way home and just shutting my brain off. Don't call me. Don't text. Don't none of that. I'm blasting that all the way home, taking a warm shower, drinking some tea and going to bed. Tea and bed is always in the mix. But... <laughs> That is my wind down. It's the tea in the bitch. She is the Caribbean on tea. Yes. That's funny. We it's love it for sad. you. It's real sad. No. That's the only thing that, that stuck. It's tea. <laughs> Something. 
identity <laughs> what about you shara man thank uh, you kima <laughs> that's awesome um uh, one of my favorite things is i love i'm silly i'm real goofy so i love jokes and laughter and comedy so some dynamic whether that's a comedy uh a um comedy special watching mm-hmm. it or like looking at like silly stuff on instagram making my own content being silly or stupid like mm-hmm. just being goofy like that mm-hmm. is my again i deal with heavy stuff i hear people i am a safe space for all these individuals and i hold space and all that deep stuff so after yeah. no nah, we about to be silly mm-hmm. straight up for sure yeah um for me i think i do several things but if i'm leaving the office most of the time i ride home in silence I let the top bag, let the windows down, and I get... Flex on them top (laughs) bag. Period. She didn't even say she was opening the sunroof. No. Top bag. Top bag. I know that's right. Listen, use your imagination. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, and I just let that wind beat my ass. For some reason, (laughs) for some reason, that wind just flopping and the seatbelt on the other side just going. I don't know. It's just like music to my ears. And I just think. I don't know what I think about. I can't tell y'all what I think about. But I just, my thoughts just flow. And then I figure out what I'm going to do when I get home. And the other thing I do is talk. Like, I'll call a friend or cake a little bit or whatever or call my mom or my grandma. Or my grandma, she sells paparazzi. So I'll just watch her live because that's like a whole shift. And I'm watching jewelry that I probably already seen and didn't see. But either way, it's just like a mindless activity. So mm-hmm. I'll do that and like buy a couple things and call it a day. I understand Period. how people talk to people after a session. Yeah. Like I applaud you. Yeah. I can't hear other voices. Really? Okay. It really like it irks me. If I have to, unless I said like, I'm going to call you for like something quick and uh-huh. I've made space for that. When mm. people call me after, especially if it's a long day, it's like irritating to me. Yeah, I think it's that's some some of that stuff's personality. Yeah. yeah, you know, like some of us, yeah, we were more introverted or yeah. we don't really like the talking thing, and then yeah. you talk for all day, so mm-hmm. that makes sense. Facts. Yeah, now, sometimes I don't feel like talking, but days I do, I make a call. I applaud you. All right, well, thank y'all <laughs> for this episode yes, yes. on the couch. Yes. Don't forget to follow us on all social media: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and what's the one you got? You made YouTube. YouTube. There we go. I don't know how that slipped my mind, but YouTube Natural Ease, and that's E A Y Z E. Tell a friend, tell a neighbor, tell your mother, tell your brother. See y'all next time. Bye. <laughs>